Hey there, thoughtful listener. This is Josh Elledge, CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. I'm so excited to announce our new Thoughtful Entrepreneur High Ticket Sales Coaching Program, which you can try absolutely free. No credit card needed. Head to upmyinfluence.com slash free. We're also actively seeking guests for our daily commercial-free entrepreneurial inspiration podcast, the one you're listening to. If you know someone who is doing six to eight figures in business, send them our way. Just go to upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now let's get on with the show. With us right now, Erwan and Alicia Devon. Thank you guys so much for joining us. You're found on the web at erwandavon.com. That's E-R-W-A-N-D-A-V-O-N.com. And what you guys do is that you work with a lot of business leaders, specifically a lot of folks in the tech industry. Um, it, it strikes me, you, know, you work with a lot of high achievers, but you, where you help them is in their relationships and in their, you know, kind of in that side of their life. And man, am I am so excited to have this conversation. So we were talking beforehand, my background, my undergrad was in family sciences and psychology and that sort of thing. My goal was to be a love doctor on the radio. It never happened. Um, my wife is a marriage and family therapist. So this is, this is an area that, that I am so grateful to have a conversation around because I know that this is an issue uh, that um, it's unique what we're signing up for. You know, when we go the entrepreneurial route, um, you know, attaching ourselves to a fast growth company, um, your know, leadership demands, um, that absolutely plays into our personal lives and our relationship lives. So first off, uh, Erwin and, and Alicia, thank you so much for joining us. Absolutely. Yeah, great to be here. Yeah, you have great yeah. energy. Uh -huh. We're excited. Yeah. So, yeah. So just to kind of start off, you know, I kind of shared some of my thoughts on this. I would love your take on it. And please just kind of give us an overview. Start by just kind of giving us an overview of what you do, who you work with, the out outcome that you help create. Mm -hmm. So uh, we've been doing this since 1995. I started then. Alicia came in a little later. Prior to teaching people how to have amazing love lives, I was working with people in a transformational area, more kind of, um, you know, uh, how to be awake, how to be present, that kind of thing. I took a look one day, I took out a piece of paper. I love this. I love doing this, but something's missing. So I did a free write and I just started writing on this piece of paper. And, you know, believe it or not, what I wrote on the top of that piece of paper was sex. You know, I was like, whoa, okay. You know, the romance, that kind of thing. My parents had had a disastrous relationship. So I took everything that I knew about people and being awake and being clear. And I'd lived in a Zen monastery and a yoga ashram and I had a degree in psychology and all this kind of stuff. And I put it into romance. And what I found was that this was a critical area for people. It was, a, it, you know, kind of like being an entrepreneur. You know, romance is you kind of have to be all in for it to really work. And for the people that we work with, you know, they're, they're all in, in their businesses, but then they have a feeling that something is missing, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe it's not, you know, I was being a little graphic with the sex thing, but really it's romance, right? Really it's relationships. So they're looking for a leveraged way to have that part of their life really thrive, 
the way hopefully their business is, but they're all in on their business. And nowadays people work eight hours, nine hours, 12 hours. You know, the hours are kind of crazy. People are sort of always on. Mm -hmm. So what people do is they use us as a way to have bigger results in a shorter period of time in that yeah. area. Here's here's what I'm thinking on this. Here's my theory on this. Um, if you have someone that's an achiever professionally, usually they're they're not going to be satisfied with um, uh, you know coming up you know tenth place in other areas of their life. They they don't want to be a loser. And so if we look at what are the indicators of a super successful romantic or, or relational life, well, I'm probably having a lot of Eros love, right? I'm having a lot, very affectionate, like, oh my gosh, I'm, you know, maybe there's, um, you know, praise that you get professionally. And so you would hope that you would also get that romantically. You would see maybe indicators there. Um, you know, maybe there's a lot of passion there. Um, and when that's, so when we are asked, well, what do we want? Well, I want the best. I want everything, right? And so, um, and it's like, well, how do you measure that? Frequency of sex, perhaps. <laughs> I don't know. And so there's, that's my working theory on that. I don't know what, you, what, you've, uh, what you've concluded. You know, they are high achievers, you know, People want to have a great romantic life, but it's one of those things that's just, you know, like there's a lot of, you know, stimulants or stimulus in the world for like, you know, have a, you know, have a great this, have a great that. But how do you actually have a great relationship life? How do you actually do that? Well, you know, you want to have a great business, you know, you pay attention to the X factor. Is it growing and developing? Right. So for a relationship, the number one qualifier of somebody who's going to have a great relationship is somebody who's open to growing and developing relationally. If somebody's into that, willing to do that, it actually doesn't have to take that much time, but they really do have to address it. And specifically what that looks like, one of the ways is we have designed a set of four practices that people can practice. They don't take very long, but if you have these four practices in your life, yeah. first one is meditation. So a time when you just come into yourself, mindfulness, that's a really big theme right now in the tech yeah. world. Second one is what we call psychological inquiry, which is looking into like, wow, how do I feel? What's going on with me? Why, where is that coming from? Having some introspection. Third practice is body practice, getting into your body, you know, taking a little time away from the screen and into your body and walking across the cool grass with your bare feet, feeling your body. Mm -hmm. And then the fourth is sensual practice, deliberately coming into your sensual body, which singles can do and couples can do together. And what makes a difference is not putting eight hours a day into those practices, because you could do that. It's doing them consistently daily, even for a short period of time, because getting into a great romantic relationship isn't rocket science. It just takes actually doing it. the rocket science part, you know, or the difficult part is not so much getting into it. It's dealing with one psychology, because once one is in a relationship, you know, then there's all the psychological issues and the triggers and all of that kind of stuff that goes on for people. We call that a person's relationship blueprint. Once a person knows what their relationship blueprint is 
and they don't have to act that way and behave that way. They can behave more from presence and awakeness and love and like that. It, it's a demarcation line. Things shift very, very quickly. The disaster of a relationship that my parents had was actually kind of good for me because very early on at 15 years old, I was in psychoanalysis and I took a look at my relationship blueprint, believe it or not, at 15 years old. So just kind of knowing that opened up a whole new world, a whole new horizon. Now, one thing you'd mentioned, um, you know, kind of going through those four principles, really, you know, mindfulness and um, you mentioned like meditation. How does if I am, you know, and I'm not a good meditator and I'm okay with not being a good meditator. um, And I know that there are other things that I can do. Right. So I can go for a walk and just focus on. So this is how I have to do it, Um, because to me, I like it's like sitting in silence and um, like I, <laughs> as I as I'm just not having a good time. I've tried it and I've tried, I've tried. I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying I never will, but my replacement for that is I'm out for a walk. I'm just alone with my thoughts. I welcome with the thoughts. I, you know, try to get back to, you know, focusing on, you know, I'll pick something off in the distance and I'll just kind of stare off and I'm just kind of walking and just trying to be in that, in that Zen state. Can I ask you a question? So whether it's how I do it or, you know, straight up, you know, sitting lotus position and going home with your fingers touched, uh, how does that help us either, you know, attract, uh, you know, either a better relationship, you know, with their existing relationships or, you know, attract love into our lives? It's a great question. I'll say two things. The first thing is, meditation is kind of simpler and easier than we often make it out to be because usually we're trying to get enlightened or get calm or get into some state. Meditation is more like being open to whatever we're experiencing. It's kind of an unconditional openness to our experience. I love what you said, Josh, doing it while you're walking, any way of doing it is fine. You just want to be open to your experience and you want to be concentrated. Right. So concentrated on what concentrated on what you're experiencing versus trying to have a particular experience that kind of takes the burden off of it. And then people start to like, all right, you know, I kind of like this. Now, why it makes a difference in attracting a partner is because the number one thing that people are attracted to everybody without exception, man or woman or in between, whatever. Right. Is presence. Presence is what we're the most drawn to, even before a kind of a a gender attraction to the feminine or to the masculine, we're all drawn to presence. If you're with somebody and they're present, you feel it, you feel it in your body, you feel it in your heart, you just like them. And if they're the gender that you're attracted to, it's not hard to bring that presence down through the heart, the body into the sex center like that. And then you actually get the chemistry and the juice rolling. So presence attracts people. And if you can bring the presence into your heart, you're going to feel love. If you can bring it into your sex center, you're going to feel turned on. If you can bring it into your body, you're going to feel sensitive and alive and juicy. If there's presence in the head center, there's intelligence and there's that kind of connection. You can almost look at presence like a substance, the substance of attraction. And you know, know, Josh... Well, when you were talking earlier about your walks and that's kind of how you go and you center yourself, it makes me think of this. 
maybe a YouTube video meme, whatever it was that was going around a few years ago that was depicting a kind of a sliding doors moment. And it was commenting on our obsession with staring at our phones. And it showed, you know, a guy and he was out for a walk and then he's staring at his phone as he's walking. And this beautiful woman just walks right by him, kind of looks at him. They never met again. Then they flash to the next scene where he's got his phone in his bag. He's He's there, he's present, he's just hanging out. They catch eyes and then they end up together, you know, for the rest of their lives. So that's how presence and really being in the moment can help attract a partner if you're single. Wow. Um, in terms of, um, let's, let's talk about a little bit more about personality types, right? And so what types of people are, personality-wise, do you find yourself working a lot with? Are there any, do you, do you see more kind of like what we were talking about, these hard, you know, kind of folks with high expectations of themselves? Do you see that a lot or? Yes, we definitely see yeah, that. Okay, a lot good. <laughs> of people that we work with, I mean, we're located in San Francisco, yeah, very close to Silicon Valley and lots and lots of students we work with are in the tech industry and we work with people all over the world now because our work mm -hmm. is virtual. And it's it's very, very common to have people that have very high expectations of themselves and really want the best in all areas. And people who think outside the box, you know, mm -hmm. to even address one's relationship life deliberately is a kind of, it shouldn't be an outside of the box thing to do, but it is. So it's generally high achievers, people with high intelligence, yep. and people who want just want that area to flourish. They kind of like are willing to admit that's really important. Yeah. Does that, how does, so, um, and I, and again, I can kind of talk for myself, um, is that, you know, when I'm hard driving and I'm focused and, and doing big and great things, I, I need to be really, now from at, at my stage, and I'll say earlier in my professional career, I think that, um, it, it would be fairly easy for me not to show up in my relationships because I was so professionally focused. And, and I'd say that was me during my 20s and early 30s. Now, like, I'm exhausted. But I mean, I leave it all on the table. <laughs> like, and, and I, I need that connection at the end of the day. Um, any observations there, what I kind of shared and, uh, you know, um, you know, in terms of like that, that work-life balance. You know, we're on the same page because, you know, right, right as you were asking that, I was thinking about that very thing. You know, we, when we all work really hard, that's great. But what's it for? Mm. Right. You know, and it, it's good to, you know, I don't know if life is short or long or whatever. There's that expression, life is short. But, you know, you really want to get to like what it's for as soon as possible. And I think there are people who like, they just love building companies for the sake of it. And then there's people who really love building companies for their family or for their for their spouse or their children, this kind of thing. So it's, it's really good to see like, what's your purpose? What's it all for? Why are you really doing it? And having a relationship, it, 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 it kind of um, get, gives it a certain meaning. You know, it imbues it with uh, with love and with purpose. And one of the things that we find is that in the short run, overworking oneself, yeah, we'll accomplish better results. But in the long run, you know, you get some exercise, you 
uh, you know, you have a great relationship, you're juiced, it really helps the business, it really helps the finances, it really helps a person's productivity in the long run. They've found in some recent studies, people who work 60 hours a week, that re- it really benefits them for a little while. And then after a while, they only get as much working those 60 hours as they used to get working for it. <laughs> Yeah, we just, um, when you say you, so you mean like if they, so they continue that pattern for an extended period of time, they just get burnt out, right? Right, right, exactly. You know, you know, people get burnt out. They don't have the same enthusiasm, the same, <laughs> you know. So I love what you said because you know you're really getting to what's important and what you care about, and it really juices work. It's very complimentary. Work is great. You know, producing stuff is great. It's fun, and it's nice to have. I mean, God, it sounds so cliche that. Work-life balance, that work-relationship balance. In the long run, it helps a person not have a heart attack. It helps a person not burn out. It helps have meaning and joy and love and interest, especially for us because we're a husband and wife and we work together, Mm -hmm. right? And we parent together. And we parent (laughs) together, right? And we go to parties together and we make out every day. You know, we're in each other's Mm -hmm. lives all over the place. So it's like- (laughs) We make out every day. (laughs) (laughs) We could do a whole episode on that. Working (laughs) with your spouse. We could talk about that for hours, Josh. That's so funny. Okay, I have to to find a way to incorporate that into- (laughs) something <laughs> what are That's your relationship goals we want yep. to make sure that we make out every day hot passionate making out <laughs> yes the, the bickering goes to a minimum when you're releasing that nice energy together yeah yeah hey so next question um i wanted to talk about is so someone's they're pushing they're driving they're like putting out fires they're solving big problems they're doing great things and then um it's, you know, they want to go on a date, right? Or they want to come home and they want to be present. Help me with some way that I can like, okay, like, how do I, how do I make that shift so that I can be present uh, for my, for my beautiful, lovely wife that I love to make out with every day? (laughs) You know, I'll I'll tell you kind of a funny way. I don't know if people are going to want to do this one, but it's one of the things that we do right now. You know, b- behind the screen that you're on, Josh, we can see our yard, we can see the ocean, we can see uh, two big clawfoot tubs. Mm. And one of them we fill with hot water, one of them we fill with cold water like a spa. And alternating in that, now I don't know that people are necessarily going to go do that, but that's what we do. You can yeah. do that with a hot, cold shower. It yeah. just gets you out of your head. It gets you out of your head, it gets you into your body. It's like, you know, it. I sometimes I call it fast forward meditation. Yeah. Take a hot cold shower, right? That really, you know, invigorates one. Another thing to do is leave the. You know, nowadays people work from home. Have the workspace be separate from yeah. the relationship. Oh space. yeah, That's we could, listen. So my wife was. Um, so when she shifted from going into the office every day. Uh, to now doing that from home. She was set up in a separate room, but then our daughter came back to live with us. And so she started doing therapy back in our bedroom. Uh, and she's like, it was, I was, I was not, I was sleeping horribly. I kept thinking about like client conversations, like, uh, like do not work in your bedroom. Mm-hmm. Se- separate those spaces. Yep. And then the last one I'll say is have an interim activity, like going out 
for dinner or going out for drinks or something that you kind of do in between or 15 minutes of yoga, something as an interim activity to change gears. A lot of couples get a little stuck when they think, okay, I'm supposed to go from like work mind to like sex, you know, right away. <laughs> it's, it's sometimes hard to make that transition. So what Erwan's saying is great. You do an interim activity. Maybe you have a glass of wine together, a glass of bubble water, as our son likes to call, you know, seltzer water. You just chill. And then you can ease into something more sensual. We have a student, he's married, they have two kids, and he now goes back to the office again. And they were having this issue because he would come in the door, is still in work brain, you know, talking a mile a minute, kind of checking his phone. So they now have this ritual where he comes up to the porch and he puts a set of clothing on the porch. He has to change his clothes. They have this like beaded thing hanging down from their, their doorway. And he kind of like crosses the threshold into home, you know, deliberately slows down. It works. It's almost like a ritual. Yeah. I like, it's almost like, you know, Mr. Rogers coming to his house, right. you know, he changes, right. changes his, yeah, right. off his jacket, right. on his sweater, his tennis shoes, you know? I like that. You know, for those of us who run companies out of our home, listen, this has been some really sage advice here. One thing I think I'm going to do, I don't have a hot and cold bathtub, but I went one thing I was like thinking of doing. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm in Orlando. So I think, you know, standard issue in, in Florida, you know, you need a pool because, um, you know, it's like 90,000 degrees and 100% humidity. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to, when work is done today, I'm going to go throw in my swim trunks uh, and I'm going to go and I'm going to jump. I'm going to do a cannonball and I'm going to shout the word cannonball. And then, and I think that might help hit the reset exactly. button a little bit. I'm yeah. going to try that. It, 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 will, it will work. Even just hearing you talk about it. It's, yes. The minute you hit that water, work will not be on your mind. And then no. the next day when you go back to work, you're going to be fresh. Yes, this is great. Okay. So your website, Erwan Davon, um, gosh, we're running a little bit low. Do you have, do you have a few more minutes? Do you, do you have to, do you have a hard stop right no, now? No, 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 we're good. Okay, yeah, right, we good, love good. you, Josh. Let's yeah. go. <laughs> so um, now when someone goes to your website, um, tell me about your programs, like how people engage with you, how you work together with folks. Yeah. So we have a variety of ways that people can come work with us to improve their romantic lives, whether you're single, whether you're in a relationship. The first thing that I would recommend is setting up what I call a love life consultation. It's a free call or Zoom call with me. And we'll get personal, talk about what's going on in your romantic life, what your goals are, what your challenges are. And then if it looks like we can support you, I'll lay out the options. So how we work with people, our most popular program is Mastery of Relationship. It's a weekly online group coaching program. There's community. We meditate. We go into different romantic topics, breakout rooms, Q&A, all of it. We also do private coaching. We have weekend online intensives. We have a sensual skills training program for people who are up for that. We've got all sorts of stuff and it's all very efficient and systematized. So the way that people can set up the free consultation, this is for any of you that are interested in learning more, text us, text our school. The number is 415-308-308. 9580. I'll say it again 415 308 9580. Just text 
say you'd like the consultation, we'll go from there. And Josh, I'll also give you a link if people want to sign up for this free consultation online. And then we'll Yeah, go. please do. And we'll share that. That's absolutely fantastic. And again, your website, Erwan Davon, that's E-R-W-A-N-D-A-V-O-N.com. Lots of great stuff. And uh, let me just tease something. Uh, if you're interested in this, I've seen that you've done a lot of content and you're known in the media for teaching how to have an extended Oh, and we'll just leave it. We'll leave it there. Go to the website, and you can learn all about that. How's that for a tease? Um, I know you can. And for everybody who sets up a consultation, I'll also include a video that has the five keys to a successful relationship. And believe me, it includes the sex and the extended orgasm. What you're talking about, Josh. That's great. Alicia and Erwan Davon. Again, your website, erwandavon.com. Thank you guys so much for joining us. A blast. Thank you, Mm -hmm. Josh. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, we have an audience of over 120,000 that we would love to promote your story to. Please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. I'm also so excited to announce our new Thoughtful Entrepreneur High Ticket Sales Coaching Program, which you can try absolutely free. No credit card needed. Head to upmyinfluence.com slash free. If you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. If you do that, tag us with the hashtag upmyinfluence. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform, and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. What do you win? Well, we will promote you and retweet you and re-share you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans totally free. Can you also hook us up in your podcast player right now? please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review and we promise to read it all and take action. Thank you if you've done this already. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, please hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 to 20 minutes a day. My name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Thanks for listening and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Thank you.